Good morning. I so appreciate your invitation to be here at Washington Ethical Society this morning. And I'm grateful to Amanda for our pulpit exchange. She preached for me back in Labor Day when I had double booked myself, uh, forgot a wedding. So this was very helpful. And I loved that it ended up that I got to come here. I appreciate your welcome. I'm going to start with a reading by Reverend A. Powell Davies. He was the senior minister at All Souls Unitarian for many years uh, and a wonderful writer. He says, what can we do to stretch our hearts enough to lose their littleness? Here we are, all of us, all upon this planet, bound together in a common destiny, living our lives between the briefness of the daylight and the dark. Kindred in this, each lighted by the same precarious flickering flame of life, how does it happen that we are not kindred in all things else? How strange and foolish are these walls of separation that divide us. To begin, I'd like to give you some local examples from All Souls Social Justice Ministries to give you a taste of what I mean by all in the neighborhood. You might get a sense of the ways that we are connected to our neighborhood and our city. Congregants do direct service by cooking and serving lunch on each fourth Saturday at Christ House, which is a hospital residence for formerly homeless neighbors on Columbia Road. They are volunteer tutors in a weekly Sunday afternoon English as a Second Language program that we have, hearing immigrant stories and offering partnership. At our annual Thanksgiving collection, which is coming up, the congregation and visiting Unitarian Universalist congregations in the region bring in over 500 green bags of healthy groceries, and we give them to six neighborhood organizations for families. We gather presents for over 350 children at our yearly Christmas posada party, which we do in partnership with La Clinica del Pueblo, which is right across the street, for their patient families. Our congregants volunteer on construction service days with Habitat or Hope in a Home, sponsored by the All Souls Housing Corporation, which developed the Columbia Heights Village housing on 14th Street in our neighborhood. We work for justice by investing our money with Open Door Housing Fund in DC and with the regional UUs for social justice. Our Allsouls Beckner Fund gives social justice grants for organizing and advocacy in Ward 1. And we also give seed grants for projects within our own congregation that are dreamed up by individuals. We are a member of Washington Interfaith Network and you might hear more about that later at one. We're involved in an action for proposed supportive and affordable housing on Spring Road. We support the Citywide Neighborhood Investment Fund for development projects in many wards. And we're in a new network of youth organizing in Ward 1. 
We celebrate an annual Earth Day Sunday festival, and last year we created a regional UU socially responsible investing conference, both sponsored by our Green Souls, who are also called Seventh Principle for the Unitarian Seventh Principle, the interdependence of all creation. Our Kumba Players Social Justice Theater Troupe produces an annual community play. And we in the audience learn from the drama, the music, and the intergenerational cast. So I list all those things just to say these are the concrete places where we stretch our hearts just a little. Do you remember in the Grinch Stole Christmas? how the Grinch's heart was two sizes too small, and there's that one part where it goes boing, boing at the end and moves out the three sizes that are needed. We'll come back to that in a minute. Our central mission at All Souls is to create a multiracial, multicultural congregation, what we call a diverse, spirit-growing, justice-seeking community that welcomes all souls. So we have much in common with you. We attempt to do exactly what Reverend Davey suggested in our reading, to recognize common destiny, to stand for the whole, to honor the spark of the divine in others. But most importantly, we created an interdependent web of relationships in this work within our congregation and far beyond. We celebrate that relational connection among people as most important. For as Davies puts it, we are kindred in this, each lighted by the same precarious, flickering flame within. Sometimes in the midst of daily living and struggle, I don't know about you, but I lose perspective of that light particularly when my brain gets in action and I'm focused on the to-do list. I have to say, people can pass in front of me and I'm not cognizant of that web of relationship. We forget to hold relationships as central and we take for granted the choices and the actions of a community such as yours or ours. Our oneness as kindred spirits goes unnoticed and the walls of separation take hold. Now, unexpectedly, I thought about this matter while I was at the Walt Disney film Up in 3D. Have you seen that? Anybody see that? Yes. Did you put on the 3D glasses that were part of it? That night at the theater, I put on those bulky black plastic glasses to enjoy the strange effects of 3D movie making and everything changed because those glasses radically alter our view. Without them, the film looks clear in the middle but sort of blurry around all the edges. And when you put them on, things literally pop into a unified perspective with depth, with texture, with dimensions that you can't perceive without the lenses. Suddenly, you feel like you are diving into the middle of the scene, into the heart of the images. So I wondered, how might we perceive 
our own daily lives in three dimensions, pop out of the mundane flatness of the two-dimensional walls, tethered to one perspective which we mistake for reality itself. My, at times, very inconvenient calling to ministry has repeatedly untethered me with a disconcerting truth. The central gift that we receive from social justice work is a chance to experience life through a different lens. If I come to acknowledge that my perspective is not the only one that matters, instead merely a particular pair of glasses that I wear, when I recognize that you wear your own glasses, then life gets complicated and rich. Of course, we give a great deal to transform the world, but I believe that what we receive is immeasurably valuable. This gift returned is the chance to experience love in three dimensions, potentially changing everything. So let me explain what I mean about 3D love using a book called Vessels of Peace by Ellen Stephen and Doug Shadell. They offer a visual framework for these three concentric rings of love, which I find very useful. In the first ring, which is closest to myself, I develop love that puts me at the center of the universe. This helps establish my security, my sense of connection, my foundation, all of which is necessary for growing into maturity, as we know. Here, I come into consciousness as a person, and I gain my bearings. However, there is a cost whenever I get stuck in this inner ring, which most humans do repeatedly. The authors warn us that love, which is fixated on this first level of development, is attachment, attachment to self-survival. Now, when in balance, security roots us deeply. It may actually save our life one day. But out of balance, we become narcissistic, believing our personal center is the center of the universe. We mistake our individual perspective for reality itself. And we can't make space for other views. So the second ring that goes outward in growth recognizes my individual self, yet it also allows me to perceive you in your own right. At this level, the writers say that the practice of justice is possible. They observe that if I am I and you are you, we can negotiate. Loving at this stage is fairness and equity. And while we still probably notice our own groups most fully, we see those that are different less clearly, we can potentially seek a balance. And as the writers put it, at best, this stage brings a covenant. At worst, vendetta. And you have seen this before. The adverse side of negotiation, they say, justice and contract, is vengeance. So this very human and some would say animal tendency to mark territory, my side, your side, our turf, their turf, 
may offer equality, or it could just devolve into blame and resentment. It can get ugly. Justice in balance allows loving space in the second ring for many perspectives. I release some of my attachment to my own security in order to offer love, allowing room for your need to thrive as well. So the visual framework of love then moves to the third dimension. We're getting to the 3D here, so just work with me. One, two, 3D. Beyond justice towards what the authors call gift. In this third ring, we travel out beyond tribal loyalties, past all those conventional sets of rules that your group and my group taught you, all those prescriptive shoulds for my clan or yours. This place of freedom beyond the first two dimensions of security and justice contains risk but also great reward. This is what the writers say about it. The person can see what is instead of what is generally supposed to be and act at a choice. There is no longer the need for certainty that if I scratch my back, you scratch mine, that if I am good, I will be rewarded. If certainty and reciprocity and even fairness are no longer demanded, one can actually live by possibilities in a dynamic structure of change. It means that risk is possible, they say. A person can then choose a course of action in any circumstance, not because of external stress, not because of pressure, they write, but because he or she chooses to live that way, which also means freedom, the freedom to be one's own self, the freedom to let others be themselves. So what does 3D love have to do with social justice action and relationships and community? I say that traveling through the challenges of life, we are always balancing those three rings, processing, responding to what we experience, and that social justice work is our best impulse to move out from our own security into the second and third dimensions of love those that emerge from faith, those that emerge from ethical values. We shift from our own center of the universe in order to acknowledge, even advocate for, or stand with someone's reality that is not our own. At times, we move all the way to make gifts that are offered freely, without expectation for return, without the demand for reciprocity, without the preconception about my personal territory or equal space at all costs. When we love in community in those three dimensions, we create a space where risk is possible. We say more fully, I am free to be me. You are free to be you. And we may enter into the trust that builds relationships over time. This is the freedom of our best spirits within, woven from the roots of security and coming directly through our action for social justice.
This is what I love about multi-issue broad-based organizing, is it puts us in relationships with communities that are absolutely not like us and challenges us to grow. On this Sunday, let us celebrate and honor abundant and expansive 3D love for the wider community. We do create congregations that are infused with the best of our collective ideals. And yet, we could be softened by the knowledge that we only experience a partial reality even with our 3D glasses. May we claim the transformative gift that social justice action offers to each one of us, the humble realization of limited perspective. Blessed be.